punishment You can fuck off a banana's tree Star Trek sucks Star Trek sucks Welcome to Star Trek Sucks. My name is Leo. I'm here in 10 Forward where it's supposed to be open mic night, but while Data was in the middle of introducing the piece of violin music he was about to play, Mark White drunkenly barged on stage, ranting about how the baby in her wife's belly did not belong to him, and if he ever finds out who it, who it belongs to, he's gonna kill him. Sitting at the far end of the bar, looking around to see if anybody else knows what he knows, it's Jack. I don't know that that's my kid, first of all. But if it's not Mark's... Then it could be somebody else's... She's a woman of loose moral character. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Wow, Jack. I'm I'm also a man of low moral character. I'm not saying... I'm not trying to take a high ground here at all. I'm just saying it's not necessarily mine. Uh, This is Star Trek. Also, how does he know? I, I don't know. The doctor told him... Seems like the doctor should be able to tell whose it is then. And she hasn't contacted me since we had that thing. Anyway. <laughs> uh, this is a show about Star Trek. I'm Leo. I like Star Trek. Hey, I'm Jack, and I don't. Yep, that's the premise. Um, Jack, what's good? I got a new synthesizer. <laughs> you fucking dork. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> I suck so bad. I mean, mine's going to be something about my house. So <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Just, we just both No, suck. I haven't even played it yet. I didn't have time today. Yeah. But, uh yeah yeah that's my what's good i guess yeah no one cares it's fine and mine is that i slept in my house cool dude (laughs) slept in my own house yeah on a mattress on the floor (laughs) on a mattress on the floor but it's in my own house baby yeah um i want to actually circle back on to my uh to my recommend from last week um because i finished the uh second book uh Akata Warrior by Nnedi Okorafor, and I can I can verbalize what I like about it because I, I I would say it does fit into um, YA, and I did you know I initially kind of compared it to Harry Potter, but I think this is pretty common with YA in general. Is it's just you know kids with some sort of a special talent. Yeah, that's the, that's kind of the, the entire genre. genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, it, but uh, what stuck out uh, as different about these two books uh, is one that. Good guys, uh, adults, uh, can be the ones in charge of punishment and still be good guys. Okay. <clears throat> like, um, you know, the Harry Potter series, anytime uh, anybody who's good, like we have our short list of characters who are good, and, this, you know, it's pretty common trope within YA in general. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have your good guys and your bad guys, and if one of the good guys needs to get punished for something, it's one of the bad guys who will right. do the punishment. I mean, in Harry Potter, there's literally a magic hat that tells you if you're going to be a good guy or a bad guy and is deterministic for life. Yeah. For your entire life. Yeah. It's weird that she has some like retrograde views on stuff. Yeah. It's weird that the person that wrote that is basically the first like big scene in her her big, big novel has some kind of retrograde views on people. Yeah. But so what I appreciated about Okorafor's writing was that that there that uh, you know you've got like the main character um, breaks a rule and has to be punished and it's her mentor like her her hero um, who's the one who's like what right. the fuck right now you have to go be punished yeah yeah no that's you shouldn't have done that it's it's better that way. I mean yeah one of the big problems with Harry Potter is that they're like the protagonist could break the rules all they wanted. 
Because they were always in the right. Because they were always right. They were always doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how... Yeah, even if you break, like you know what actually makes the moral standing of your uh, of your righteous action uh, even more, I guess, I don't know, morally convicted or morally pure, is that you're willing to and prepared to endure punishment for the rule you're breaking. Yeah, and not just be like, well, that's not fair. Yeah, which is I did the right thing, and and I I still got punished. No, it's still you know. So the main character does something that is. I would say morally correct, but she knows it's against the rules and right. gets caught and gets punished for it. Uh, and the other thing that stood out in the writing that I just thought was really hilarious, they've got like a giant flying beast, um, which I don't, I I had trouble following her visual description of what the thing looks like because I was just imagining Appa from, um, yeah, from Last Airbender. Yeah, from Last yeah. Airbender. Um, but at one point she like, the creature is introduced and then the narrator refers to to the creature by male pronouns and is like, oh, he flew overhead. It's definitely a he. <laughs> Which you would never... Penis. <laughs> like, I feel like that would not be included in young adult fiction for like just standard American audiences. I don't know. I think they like throw in like just enough to keep like... <laughs> Maybe. Pre-teen. Like, you know... Because I would have that would have blown my mind when I was eleven. I would have been like, "This book fucking rules." Just like this random aside of, oh, by the way, it's got a giant dick and balls that you can see yeah. when it flies over your head. Yeah, it's like not because I had never thought about Appa's dick and balls, but it should. I mean, yeah, actually, I don't know if Appa's. I can't remember if Appa's gender is actually. I think uh, it's. I think he's. I think it's a he. <clears throat> I think the gender is established. Is it? Pretty sure. Yeah, I can't. I I don't remember. And Appa is obviously a gender gender neutral name. Sure. <laughs> In this fantasy world where they have the same naming conventions as whatever language you're thinking of. Yep. Yep. Sure. Yep. Okay. Uh, um, that's it. That's that's my what's good slash recommend. Okay. Um, check what um, this week's episode is called. What did I say it was called? Um, allegiance allegiance that's right um what's it about okay uh we open with a b plot where now that data is legally a guy it is discovered that starfleet owes him 73 weeks of paid vacation (laughs) his constant questions about what vacation is and why he would want one are so annoying to picard that picard dumps him on a forest world for a week to work on his whistling or whatever yeah 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 um, shortly after that, a plague that only affects human adult humans is sweeping the Enterprise. This puts every teacher out of commission, but leaves dozens question mark of children in need of a teacher. So Worf becomes the only teacher on the ship. In preparation for a course on American history, Worf learns about the Pledge of Allegiance, which he finds appealing to his Klingon sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Soon he has the class pledging allegiance to Starfleet as embodied by him every morning. Things escalate. Oh no. And by the time Crusher has dealt with the plague, all students are armed and have ranks in an extra-legal army of quote-unquote wharf youth, <laughs> except for Wesley Crusher, who is in a de- detention cell with his underwear over his head. Oh, no. The dipshit writers don't really connect this with any historical moment, and the episode just ends with Worf and Picard having a negotiation where Picard <clears throat> says he wants peace in our time, and then it's just never revisited for the rest of the series. Yeah, that would be good. That would be cool if that happened. I actually, I did read the... Uh, I, <laughs> that was my Worf Hitler episode. 
Why is everything Hitler? You can get your Why is everything Hitler shirts in our mm-hmm. T-shirt, in our T-public. Be real careful with that design. It's just a picture of Picard looking confused, and it just says, Why is everything Hitler? Fair enough. It's a pretty, pretty simple one. Okay. You can also, if you happen to be a fan of uh, of the late 90s band Soul, or no, what collective is it? Soul. Co- collective Soul. That's what it is. <laughs> there's there's a collective soul t-shirt in our tea public store right now for reasons that I am not going to explain. <laughs> but you can buy one it if was you made want. Made as a prank essentially. <laughs> yep, but I designed it so it's in there mm-hmm. until I get sued for copyright infringement because it is just I mean, they'll just send you a cease and desist and you'll take it down. It's yeah, like, they're it not going to sue you. It is that. just a collective soul album cover with some extra words over the top of it. <laughs> Uh, check, all right, check that out. I guess. Yep. Let's uh, let's watch Star Trek. Oh, I was gonna say I I I'm kind of stoked for this one. Although every time I get stoked for an episode, I end up getting disappointed. But I read the synopsis and I vaguely remember it, and uh, I think it's an interesting uh, premise. At least it's definitely going to be a, a top shelf piece to uh, performance as as they okay. all are. But but uh, yeah. Oh, also I forgot to mention this is a very uh, this is a banner recording for us. Ah, yes, the new office. <clears throat> no, I was going to say because we're oh. both sober. Oh. That's all. We haven't done that since like the very beginning. Yeah, like the first, I think we got yeah. four episodes in before we started not being sober for these. Yeah, it, it was more me um, because I don't like doing this. You know, I thought you, uh, I mean, I this like, is like I your favorite. I don't uh, like watching the show. It's, it's a bad show. I don't, I don't remember you ever mentioning um, that. I'll try to be more specific like explicit about the things I don't like about it going forward. If that's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. If I you think that'll help the pod. Yeah. I really, I really thought you liked this. I'm, yeah. I'm kinda, I don't want, I'm, yeah, I don't want people to get confused. So I'll try to like, I'll try to tone it up and really drive my criticisms home. Yeah. 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 More. Be more, be more clear. If there's anything that you don't like, just don't be afraid to speak up okay. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For well, sure. We'll try it. We'll try going in a new direction. Yeah. We'll make that change. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leal Cardoza. Fucking riveting. It was a it was a good one. It was not bad. Uh, it was it was a little slow, but it's a little slow. And also, my biggest problem with it is that the writers clearly re- had written forty five minutes out of the forty eight that they had, and were like, "Shit, we have to have." We're just gonna have somebody explain the entire plot directly into the camera, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which ties into how slow it was, yeah. But, but I think it, I thought it was an interesting concept. And Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Overall, yeah. yeah, worth worth a watch. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's yeah let's let's get into it, uh, Captain. Having finally gotten five fucking minutes to himself. That's the thing. Yeah, that immediately the- just falls asleep with a book in his lap, which it sounds that's believable. Oh no, I was gonna say. I mean, yeah, no, I agree. But I was gonna say, I just feel bad for him because he finally gets five fucking minutes to himself and he gets an alien abducted. Yeah, no, that that's sucks, that's a good dude. point. Like, that just sucks. Ass. Cannot catch a break. Like, yeah, um, yeah. So he gets alien abducted, um, or does he? The answer is yes. Yes, yes, yeah, he does. He's very clearly in like a, an alien. Um, I mean, the, the the fact that it was like some sort of test or lab maze was immediately very obvious. Yeah, to me. yeah. Um, but whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, it's 
at least it didn't do the thing where, or at least ha- I don't know how how closely did you follow or did you guess what was going to be like the the you know the very closely <laughs> okay yeah I mean it, it's obvious that it's a that it's a maze but did you like were were you immediately assuming that it was going to turn out to be one of them was part of the thing and yes okay um, and I also assumed that it was there to test their ability to cooperate and and. Um. Yeah, test the ability of of people from different authoritarian structures to cooperate with each other. Yeah, but authoritarian it, in the descriptive sense, not like right. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess the thing that I thought was better about the way that it was executed here versus the way that it's that uh, many other episodes have gone um, is that they didn't do the thing where they make it so that you that the audience explicitly knows exactly right. what's going on and then has to and watch then you have the to watch character. them figure it yeah. out yeah i mean maybe i figured it out faster than them but it wasn't just because somebody had just told me yeah exactly which yeah i hate it when they do that yeah god um so yeah picard real picard is is locked in a um jail cell uh where they only get uh hockey puck shaped uh jolly yeah. ranchers to eat yeah um with three other people and one of them can't eat it and uh, they have to work together yeah. to open a door and that's basically their whole thing. Meanwhile, fake Picard, he's uh having a he's having a time. He's having a great time. Um really taking that body for a spin. Um which I mean, I guess it's it's they're they're testing how how long before his authority as captain breaks down. Yeah. Um, which I think is like a really interesting concept because they're testing basically, and they could hammer on this a little bit more. For once in their life, they're actually subtle about something. But they, the reason it's called allegiance is because like you know who is Riker? Riker, like well, uh, Frakes, also has a, a, does a good job acting. Yeah, on yeah. This one. Um, but Riker's um, Riker's allegiance is ultimately to all of the people on the ship, and he is only serving the authority structure as long as that is as long as the authority structure is working for that and i think that's um an important thing to think about in real life yeah sometimes maybe for some people yeah like you don't just um blindly listen to everything that a certain guy says um when or to be fair certain other guys certain and yeah any certain guys yeah 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 yeah, i didn't i mean it definitely applies to a certain certain guy but to any bad yeah but but to any certain guys in general um when you can clearly see uh, an authority figure putting a large number of people in at at risk right and And when the state when the people in the state tell you that the only way to keep law and order is that a bunch of people are going to have to suffer and starve then they're wrong and no anyway um but i have a good job data right away Uh so uh fake picard decides that we're going to go visit a pulsar um basically as a test to see how much insanity the crew will take yeah and he asks hey data what, what can you tell me about that pulsar and data gives the most bare definition of what a pulsar is. And that's it. Yeah. That's all he says. It's a, spin, it's a spinning neutron star. Yeah. Yeah. That is what a pulsar is. Good. 
for once in your life, do you have anything else you want to talk like add to this? So here's a question: Since you're, I mean, I know why they, I know why that's always said is because that's all the writers knew. Yeah, yeah. Um, since you're the uh, the star expert on this show, am I? Um, do pulsars look just like lighthouses? Kind of, yeah, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean the 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 um. Yes, kind of, they kind of look like that. They, the radiation comes from the poles, I believe, but it does match their spin. Huh. Yeah, that's why they're called, because they pulse in the sky. That's I, why they're called that. I didn't know it was pulsing because of the because of rotation. I thought yeah. it was b- pulsing because they, like, on, it was like some sort of a, like a... There's like an on-off switch. There's a strobe switch buried deep inside of a neutron star is what you're assuming. Yes. Yes, that is incorrect. Um, yeah, pulsars are the are the the club kids of, of interstellar space. That's sort of true, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how it is, but it feels like a spiritual truth to me. Yeah, always doing drugs and yeah. listening to loud music. Um, so, uh, fake Picard decides that in addition to testing, th- this doesn't make sense, but I'm glad that it happened. Uh, and I actually like the the dinner scene between Picard and uh, and Crusher. Um, it doesn't make sense in terms of testing. No, it doesn't make sense for the loyalty test. thing. Yeah, at all. Um, but yeah, he except decides... for like he does ask like, "What if I wasn't the captain anymore?" And she's, and maybe that's it. Maybe it is. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, is he was just seeing if she would be like, "Yeah, resign." Yeah, you know, I don't know. But yeah, so he decides to go um, do what real Picard uh, has has been wanting to do for a long time, and. Uh, Take yep. a take a swing at knocking boots with Doctor Crusher. I mean, I wrote down that this, at least parts of this scene are in there so that they can put them in the ads for tune into next week's Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. that's the whole thing. Yeah. But, um, but then so he takes a swing at her, and then immediately just gives up and is like, "Well, see you later," and just walks through the door and slams it in her face. Yeah, and she <laughs> cor- correctly is like, "What? What the fuck?" <laughs> I, but the funniest thing I could imagine was, uh, so he has like obviously like sexy light and sexy time music coming out of his door, his room. <laughs> this is just on a hallway where people walk by. <laughs> yeah, I imagine he's just walking by at that moment and being <laughs> like, "Do I sit? No, nope, I hmm. act like you saw nothing. I guess." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just you and me as crewmen walking down the hallway, <laughs> and the captain's door opens, and there's sexy music, and he's in his sexy shirt. Yeah. Um, but I did it. What I appreciated about that scene is I really felt like that is kind of the way that conversation would go if they if if the, the if those two characters ever got around to having it. Um, yeah, that is how that conversation should and would go. Yeah. I think. yeah. So I thought it was real. I thought it was well written and well played. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I, d- I didn't have a whole lot of notes because other than the fact that it was a little bit slow moving, I, I thought it was a pretty yeah, decent it was, episode. it was good. Yeah, I, I already I said the thing about allegiance to a state rather than allegiance to people, which I, or to a people, which I think is, is an important, incredibly important distinction. And um, I think it's good and, and important to sacrifice for uh, your people and bad to do that for your state. Yeah. Um, that's all I had there. Um, I did write down, uh, an escape room with, with complete strangers. Sounds like my worst nightmare. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
especially strangers that are that contentious. Yeah. I don't I don't care for the quote unquote passive guy. Oh yeah, Mister. I love I love to call myself a, a, a doctrinaire, peaceful person, than just be a fucking asshole constantly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and just the idea that, I mean, I get it. They're a peaceful race, but the idea that you're so peaceful that you won't even do anything if you're kidnapped. Right. Like we're not act- asking you to hurt. Well, to be fair, he does try the door once. And it zaps him, and that's why he won't do it again, because he's also afraid of pain. Yeah, but you also kind of don't know whether or not he actually did that up until Picard, until the well, I mean, actual you find reveal. out at the end that he did. But. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that guy sucks, is my point. Yeah, he's a he's awful, and he's, and he's constantly talking about how he's one of the smartest people of his species, and it's like, that sucks for you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's very bad. Yeah. <laughs> not good. Not, yeah, not good. Guys. Yeah, you got shocked once, and you're not going to try to get out again. You're making excuses for you're your. You're just ca- going to sit here and starve, like, or wait, or wait for this thing to eat you when it starves. Like, that's not smart. Yeah, smart would be like, well, I guess we got to try everything we can. Yeah, yeah. There's an argument to be made that having a survival instinct is part of being smart. Yes, and you can be as, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's it's not very well thought through, but yeah. whatever. Um, uh, so it's finally re- revealed that um, that they've been held captive by uh, some alien uh, eraser head people who are thick, <laughs> dummy, those, dummy thick, dummy thick in those <laughs> costumes. Those guys, yeah, had some butts, yeah. And that is all that that is all that I noticed about them. That they have butts, and they are very confused by the idea of them being held in captivity, despite the Which fact that they're seems like they understand the utility of captivity clearly. Yeah, <laughs> like they understand the concept of that's okay, what they, they. None of them have ever thought. Not one of you has ever been like, "Huh, I wonder what it would be like if we were put into a thing." Yeah. Well, like, the, and their whole thing, like, "Oh, we do experiments." None of them has ever been like, let's experiment on some other ones. Yeah. Like, I know they're all telepathic and they're all identical or whatever, but like, I don't know. What if you put some of you in a box and then you weren't like where you couldn't telepathically communicate with each other? Or just what if uh, we were. That's an experiment. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't. Yeah. If you've gotten all the way to experimenting on other species and haven't done any experiments on your own species. How did you get the idea to experiment on other species then? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Also, how do you have all these fucking federation? None of it. It's, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. They have way too much knowledge for. Well, it's kind of implied that their that their cloning technology is able to read the minds of whatever they're cloning. Oh, that's that's a fair point. Actually. Yeah. Uh, so that's how they have the the knowledge of every of who everybody is and and the and Picard's classified knowledge because that's his his final tip off is that uh, the the ensign um, that's that's locked up with them yeah. has some classified no, knowledge that yeah. yeah that she shouldn't have. Um, but uh, yeah, so overall, overall, uh, a decently well executed episode is a little slow, but you never really. I don't know. I never really felt frustrated. Yeah, no. I thought I thought it was uh, thought it was worth a watch. So that's that's several watches that we've had this yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's not too bad. Uh, next week, mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear what you come up with for this. 
Next week's episode, I can see it from here, is called Captain's Holiday. Okay, so I'll actually try on this one. I guess I think you're. I I, I think you're going to come up with something really good for Captain's Holiday. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, uh, so that's next week. Jack will tell us what happens uh, on that episode, and then we'll actually watch that episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. You can get at us on Twitter.com at shipfacts at Leo like Neil at Who is Jack Gunn. Uh, you can, I guess, follow us on Facebook. I don't know when the last time was I posted. I've anything. never looked at that page. Instagram, or not never, but it's been a while. You can you can follow our Instagram. I, I've been I, I do some dope memes, um, and you can buy a T-shirt or uh, whatever. Thank you for listening and have a nice day. Yeah, goodbye. Had you only hours to convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? Would you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions? When every word counts, rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy!